No, uh, Vader killed Palpatine. Hello, welcome back to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, is Cody Wood. How are we doing today? And Matt Corser. What's going on, everybody? A uh, whole bunch of new releases were uh, announced and all that kind of stuff uh, pretty recently, and they're still slowly releasing more news. So we figured we'd uh, talk about what you could use those upgrades for at a list. Not just go over every card, because I'm sure you guys have heard that to death already. But to actually try to list build around all these things. So, uh, I guess we'll just start with the Razor Crest. Jump right into it. Uh, they've only released one pilot, and it's the Mandalorian. Uh, so, it's, it seems pretty okay. You have to expect that Joy to be a pilot at some point, right? Because he actually also piloted the ship. I'm sure. The one from the show? Yeah. But the the stat line for the the Razor Crest, you know, three attack, two agility, the seven all two shields, pretty solid chassis there. Focus of eight lock, red roll. I mean, I expect this thing just to get one shot from space. It's just how it's going to be. It has two agility. That helps. Yeah, I've seen blankouts. And you can't get access to a white reinforce because... Yeah, which is actually kind of funny. Uh, but his pilot abilities, you know, when defend and perform attack, if there are like more, two or more enemy ships in the front arc and range one to two, you can change one of your blanks to a focus. And uh, I assume that it'll probably have an illicit slot. Which means you can take overtune modulators. Yep. Hey, you say overtune modulators, but also like the force perceptive co-pilot because it's going to have a crew slot, right? Because those crew released. Yeah. In the pack. Well, I mean, those it comes. It comes with overtuned in the pack, so yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, which will help its ability pretty pretty well when you're. Because obviously there's going to be two or more enemy ships shooting at you, so you actually have modification for each one and protective modification with its ability. I mean, and then you also have the Nemi effect too. So yeah. you get to change the uh, blank to an eyeball. So I guess a better and worse Nemi. It's kind of like a worse Lancer Sabine. But also better because no one plays Lancer Sabine. I mean, presumably this also has a gunner slot because it comes with a gunner card. So, like, Han Gunner is also a pretty decent option. Yeah. Maybe Except an for the blues are one through four straight, so it's a little bit rough on the stress. Is this the pack that Makes comes in? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean... Ship dial is pretty good, other than the blues. He seems okay. I mean, more I-5s than the scum. More medium base ships than scum. Well, it makes them, what, three now? Uh, I mean, there's the aggressor, the G1A, and this. 
uh, and uh, the fire spray that everyone keeps forgetting about. Yeah, maybe I'm trying to force well, intentionally forget those. about you know. Yeah. So hey, Boba's not good, people. Not good. Like I'm, I'm just looking at Migs real quick. If he comes in the um, in this pack, are you gonna be able to use him unless you can get? Does it thus this thing has a turret? Well, you have hot shot blaster in this pack as well. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, we'll get to Migs. That that that's a design space you can do. Um. So the title's pretty cool because you can now link your evade into a roll. And uh, you can do a non-limited upgrade and just, or illicit upgrade, carry it on you and then reveal it without paying for the cost or anything. Which is cool, I guess. Tournaments are going to be kind of a pain where you're just standing around with a deck of cards that you can choose from. But I like modularity like that. You know, it's going to be interesting because you take raid cargo because it is a medium or dead man switch if they have like a swarm or something or still over two modulators. I mean, so you still can't double up your right. upgrades, right? Although I don't see why you can't double up upgrades. It doesn't say it has to follow the rules. Well, it says and equip it as if we're equipped at setup, so I'm not sure if that will be exclusionary. But, you know, I can see it going both ways. Does that also make your list over 205 points? Because it's saying it's equipped as if it was equipped at setup. So it's on your ship when you destroy it, so you would lose the points. But you still lose the points, but yeah, I think you'd have over a 200 point list. Yeah, because you're not paying its points cost. Nice. Yeah. I mean, the most expensive one, at least for the Mandalorian, would be inertial dampeners because that scales up with initiative. But they only have two shields. Might... But they do have a crew slot, so gonk. <laughs> Matt, you I seem do. so enthused about that. About what? The gonk. Oh, yeah, gone. You can keep inertial dampening as long as you get actions. It's all right. They got a lot of white coordinates now. I mean, hey, if you want to fly that, like you do, you, man. I think it's a pretty solid chassis. I'm not sure if it's exactly what the scum faction really needs right now. Uh, they do have really strong crew. And I guess if you have something like over to modulators and like maybe Zuckus crew, if you have an open lane, that could be pretty devastating. But again, it's just like the blue maneuvers are a little limiting for a lot of stress inducing or strain inducing effects that are being introduced in this. So what is the dial exactly? Oh, it's like a crazy dial. <laughs> It's actually pretty awesome. Um, so I've got a red stop, red one hards, and three hards. Um, white one banks, two banks, three banks. Uh, um, a two talon, a 5K, and uh, one through four are blue. So it can just kind of be wherever it wants. As long as it's not stressed beforehand. 
right? And really just make sure you're going straight next round or else you're not going to clear that stress. Or strain that people right. have been giving out. I actually sort of like how they've been doing the dials. They definitely throttled it back on the blues. Like You can do what you want, but if you take a stress, it matters. Yeah. Which is relevant with new rules coming out. Yep. Also, to note, his ability is from range one to two, so anything you bump into won't actually count for it. That's nice. And it is flint arc, so anything sideswiping you, flanking you, you don't get it. Like that one resistance Y-Wing. Title seems good, even if it's just because it's an evade to roll, but also you just get a free illicit. Do you just take all your illicit cards with you when you go to play? That's what I would assume you have to do, right? Everything that's like a looking device in Babu. Yep. Just surprised I have a rigged cargo shoot. I was thinking that too. Here's a rigged cargo shoot. Have fun. Let's see, um, obviously you get the Mandalorian as a crew, only for scum. It adds a white reinforce and people are losing their minds. <sighs> they should. Reinforce is a really good action. And it's white. See, that's a future scum problem. Currently, I don't think it's particularly amazing. I mean, you're still, like, limiting your design space. It's like Hollow and FO limits design space in the future because just pass any token. YOLO. Uh, or Fanatical yeah. really is a good Fanatical thing. You can well. always have shields. No. What's wrong with a ship just automatically having passive uh, eyeball results? on offense and it's the only white reinforce in the game as well ankle deflectors doesn't count um he also has another ability if if he you know in the end phase if he didn't defend he can recover a non-reoccurring force charge which currently is only the child right right so but mostly just looking at the white reinforce and then also ships that can take crew. Cause I don't assume, I assume you're not going to take it. I mean, you're definitely not going to take it on a YV because they already have a white reinforce mm-hmm. and the fire spray and the gauntlet also just have red reinforce. So I guess you can take them, but I'm assuming he's going to be like five or six points. I mean, your Canaan Hawk is really where I think you take them. Well, that, that that was the first thing I thought about with with them was just like oh they're all on Kanan, yeah. Because like if you're going against Kanan and the Hawk, one of the best things to do is just try to take him off the board because usually he's five health to agility. But if he's literally taking one damage a turn max, then uh, it's gonna take you a long time. And in the meantime, all of the other ships are just gonna wreck you. Yep, especially he has people. two focuses still. Yeah, if it's multi-crow cannon, yeah, he's double-focused up, reinforce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like way too many points on Kanan, in my opinion. I still don't even put the title on him. But I don't think we have to worry about that because no one's flying Kanan, so it's not something we have to uh, to worry about. Everyone forgot about Kanan. I mean, even if he goes on Paylob, Paylob's going to steal an evade token and focuses, and I have a reinforce now. But Seems also, excessive. No one's flying Paylob either, so... I fly paid love. But also, I mean, you're not going to put it on like a scum falcon because you're not jousting something with a scum falcon. Yeah, 
but I think you might have had the best interaction. <laughs> We're coming back to the uh, Manaru meta. <laughs> Manaru can pass the reinforce because it is a green token. Back, I mean, baby. otherwise you're not going to put it on the jump master because you don't have the title and the crew's not particularly amazing for it. Ketsu likes to joust. You could put it on Ketsu. I think Asajj is the best option for it because you still have the force. Yes. Something but also they have evades like the action. So unless you're going up against like multiple shots, doesn't it just seem like the evade might be better? It would be, yeah. So. But you have all the weight coordinates now, so it's okay. Yep. Yeah, you can yeah. do Asajj. The Asajj Maul. Maul can coordinate her. No, he can't. She's Oh, Asajj, yeah. Asajj, she can't. Not got to. Yeah. I mean, other the G1A can take crew, but Forlom's not going to get an action because advanced sensors are going to be gone, and Zuckus would rather mod his attack than reinforce, I would assume. Um, and no one's going to put it on a skirt because <laughs> that's really silly. I'm I'm doing it now. Don't joust with the skirt. Uh, that they have three. They have a three die primary gun. That means jousting ship. And you could put a turret on them, and then also have MIGs, and just be really really bad at the game. Also, I mean, like one of the best lists in second edition to come out was three uh, revenants. Yeah, with Drea, that was the whole yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, it might be terrifying later on, or if some sort of. Uh, maybe another Razor Crest pilot comes out that can really use his ability pretty well. I just don't think he's going to have a particularly amazing impact when he comes out. I'm sure people will try to fly him. I'm just not sure if it's worth the point cost. I mean, I want to say I'm wor- I'm worried about the white reinforce, and part of me is, but then you think about it at the end of the day. People, people say they're going to fly scum, and they don't act. You know who else else, uh, could use a white reinforce? The gauntlet. It has a red reinforce. Yeah, but... (laughs) I mean, I guess if you want to pay... I mean, unless he's like two points, right? I mean, Zam was four points when she came out. (laughs) Yeah, well, I hope they don't do that again. Uh, the other problem is that you know he, he benefits with the child and then that means you just have to take both of them and that also seems like a fair amount of point investment for something not worth it i really really don't think the child's going to be good whatsoever you let good your segue into this cody the child is mm, questionable <sighs> free target locks to your opponent is not worth like one or two shield upgrades. Just two of their ships of their choice. But look at how cute he is. Cynthia like, Fell no longer needs... Like, <laughs> he just has free target locks. Um, Child is a crew option for Imperial Rebel and Scum, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, two non-reoccurring forced charges... And it strips off all your other reoccurring force charges if you have any. So you can't recover force, except for by its ability or um, Mando's ability. But also, like, I'm sure it will be the cheapest force group, right? It has to be, because you're actively making your opponent's lists stronger. And at least the dogfight, I'm not sure about objectives. But, uh... I can't imagine it being good in there either. 
I mean, even on objectives, losing ships loses points. Yeah. And if you have just the child, I'm assuming your ship's going to be at least 50 points, which is at least five points. Yeah. Also, the problem with the child is that Overton modulators exist. And it can give you out of a pinch much better than the child can. But strain. Yep. Only if I keep that green token. Better yeah. not white reinforce. And then, you know, it's clear it next round. Um, but there, I think there's a, some some pilots that can benefit from it. I mean, Ark Nora is totally fine with this, honestly. It gives you the mods that she kind of needs. And also you're getting probably, as if you're doing it right, you know, an automatic evade coming in. I mean... APTs are really scary with this because you just take like a range three pot shot, get your target lock, and the next round you're double modded on the APT. Yeah, I mean, there's. I'm trying to find things, okay? Dark Nora doesn't seem too bad for it. I mean, Dark Shara is okay as well because it does work on defense as well as offense. And, you know, they're one agility, so you're probably going to get at least one of them forced back when you're getting shot at. Uh, Wolf Waro's not terribly bad with him. Uh, solely because you have a reinforce. And the more you shoot at him, the harder he hits back at you. Um, interestingly enough, Magva is pretty funny. Because you can only re-roll one of the dice on the locks. Uh, Saw might be interesting too, just because it triggers his ability much faster. Or callus, you could have cal put it on callus. Then if you re-roll the dice, you get to roll more dice. Yeah, I like it on callus as well because you do get to roll more dice, and also you're throwing a lot of dice, and having a force mod is nice, especially when you're probably reinforcing. And a lot of that's a lot of uh, health that you throw on a ghost. Yeah, I can't think of anywhere in Empire that I would want to put this thing on. Um, Oiken doesn't seem terribly bad because. I'm assuming you have the Dauntless. I'm assuming you're reinforcing. You're kind of blunting incoming attacks. Although torpedoes would terrify me. I mean, Vermeil and Faroff might not be too bad, especially since they're fast enough to, like, come in, do some things, and then run away. So if you have the target locks, then they're just not being used for a couple of turns. And they have the jam action, too. So if you manage to jam someone and they do shoot you, you can jam off the lock that's incoming I do like Vermeil just cause really front loaded offense there and you could put ISB slicers on him with this kid and never get yeah. rid of the jam tokens yeah ISB slicers are pretty nice when it comes to this but and I mean you're not going to put that on a lambda doesn't seem good with him what does? Palpatine does not Oh, no, no. Like, Please don't put you, it on a pal carrier you want if you somehow have three crew because you're a decimator. <laughs> don't don't strip away the recurring charge on Palpatine for a turn that you can use it three times. Yep. <laughs> but man, that one turn, I'm going to be just unstoppable. <laughs> Your other ships are going to be unstoppable. Yeah, what about when my Defender Vader... Uh, bumped and already spent his focus and then rolled three eyeballs. The only way, the unless 
something changes points wise after these ships come out, the only way that that works is if this thing is one point. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, unless you if you if you use it on rack, I mean, patrol leader and awakens a different story. But if you go rack Vader, rack seems a little excessive because you already have an eyeball mod too. Don't hate. We're not here to tell people how to list build or what to do with their lives. It's literally the topic of this episode. Um, you got a couple places for it in Scum, I guess. Um, the Lando Falcon might not actually be terrible with it because you do get a, you know, a mod-heavy offense or defense with his ability, and it's a decent backup, I guess. I mean, really, any of the Falcons, right? Like, Han can use it, because now he can just target lock, and if he takes damage, cool. And I mean, Yeah, but then they target lock Han. I mean, they're all super cheap, so who, really, who cares? But Yeah, yeah like, what, Han's going to be, what, 50 points with this? Maybe a little bit higher. You definitely want the title as well. Oh, especially with the new rules? Oh, we'll get into that. Um... Honestly, like Crassus doesn't seem terribly bad with it, or Koshka I like a lot because Koshka gets rerolls if they're stressed, which we'll also get into eventually. So just a little bit of like an offensive support, not even like this is going to be good. This is just put it on it because at least they're fire sprays, right? They can blow past people and still shoot them. Best chassis in the game. Zakus might not mind it. Because he has just a lot of offensive dice and low agility. I guess same with Forlom. And at least in Forlom's case, he's probably just sitting at a spot and passing off his stress. So you'd have to at least make the people shooting at you come to you. But then they're just going to bump you and you're going to die anyways. I hate the new bumping range zero attacks with low agility dice. Uh, actually, Lancer Sabine's not terribly bad with it, I guess. You do get essentially the free evade if they're in your arc. But target locks. More likely to get three hits with three reds. You can't get over that. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking of places, man. Katsu, I guess, could use it, but Katsu is way too much of a heat magnet if you put it on there. And she will get burned down super fast. I mean, to be fair, your opponent should be burning her down super fast anyways. I can't put people on rocks anymore. No, we can put them right in front of rocks. <laughs> they can rotate 90 degrees if they want. And then they aren't an arc anymore. Oh, you're a large base ship. They'll be an arc. Fair. Uh, also, one of my favorite scum ships, Orlando Trando, is totally fine taking this because whatever. Please, please shoot my Trandoshan slaver. Please, it's fine. And then you get the re-rolls with the reinforce, and you have two force. Not the worst. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it in any other crew carrier in any other faction, right? You're not going to put it on an attack shuttle or a K-wing. Not like, not like a Rebel Hawk or... Han Solo. Yeah, the Rebel Falcon, Han. a Sheathapede. I wouldn't put it on Dash. No. I'm sure someone will put it on Dash. Oh, I'm sure people will put it on Dash no, there's so many better. The, the problem with Rebels and Scum is that there's so much better other crew that doesn't actively hurt you for two force. I mean, I do appreciate how thematic the crew is. Like, everybody wants this, the child, 
But yeah, in the in the actual game, I'm not super excited about the ship, um, yeah. pilot crew, whatever it is. I don't know. Man, maybe the child's actually gonna be a pilot. <laughs> I'd fly. Why not? Initiative zero, Razor Crest. I can't wait to put this on a quad jumper just to see the confusion on my opponent's face. Quad jumper with cloaking device. <laughs> can't hit me if I have four agility dice now. This hopefully doesn't fail. Never fails. Bump into something so it fails. You know, going from the bad card that is the child, how about a decent card in Grief Karga? Scum crew again. It adds a red coordinate. Yeah, I hate, love to see it. And uh, Carl Weathers is the next one. You can't be upset about that. Like, at all. Um, but his ability does make it when you coordinate another ship. If you have a lock on something, that ship can lock that as well. And Which, he also sort of future proofs like epics and maybe like team games. Which is nice to see. Like it's an interesting like being able to coordinate allied ships because in the rules right now you can only do ships you own. Right. But in the Scum box expansion, the Fugitives one, they added the ability to essentially draft one of the Scum ships onto your team, which is cool. But I don't know where I put Grief Karga because one, I'm assuming he's going to be like. Six or seven points, right? Because Gleb is six points, and he has a better ability than Gleb. You assume this. But I how know. Much I'm assuming Gleb? on the low end of six points because it probably should be higher. But how much was Gleb when he first came out? Three. Two. This guy's going to be one point. <laughs> uh, I mean, you just have to find a coordinating ship platform. Which would be, eh. But also, Maul and the Gauntlet is there. And that could, you can bounce the coordinate back to each other, which we'll get to later on when I talk about Maul, because I think that's super awesome. Yeah. He seems really good with Maul, doesn't he? Like, I just coordinated two ships, and now I just passed two target locks. Uh, again, we'll, no, well, you could do it that way, or you could do something like the other ship runs up there with a lock, and then you coordinate to that ship, who then coordinates back to you. So Maul gets another action and a free lock. Which is kind of funny. And mean. And stupid. Uh, but it's good. I just... I don't know. You're not going to put a coordinator on like a Lancer or a, you know, a G1A. Maybe like Han Solo at I6 coordinates kind of fun. Especially I mean, also, if you haven't have a lock. It's probably going to be somebody who like normally takes a lock some other way right hopefully so. or, you're, or you're doing a crazy two turn investment on things and picking up a lock before you engage but only good people do that so not relevant to us next one is uh quill some crew that's the hmm? oh man everybody everybody was freaking out about this <laughs> when it was first announced it's the one where you roll dice equal to the number of damage cards you have and you get various effects. I mean, you get a hit, you flip down uh, ship crits. You know, that's fine. Um, on the crit result, you pair one face down card. And actually, the crit happens first. So you could replace the one if you only had one. 
uh, blank blank results. You remove one orange token, and every focus result, you just get a focus. Cool. They should they should let me put this on Rebel Han. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because you get to re-roll all the dice if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's situational. Like, it can be good on something like Maul or a YV. I mean, it's so variance-based. Yeah. And I've, from what I'm understanding, people don't like variance-based. Nope. But what if you're flying a Whisper Swarm and you just jam my ship seven times? Then I can get rid of some of those. That would require people to fly whispers, which <laughs> speaking of people do fly whisper and it's the wrong Kylo. So <laughs> just, just fly the right Kylo, please. Uh, uh, but um, also Quill's kind of really funny with like Tel Travura and you have like cutthroat on him or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, just yeah. Roll five dice right when he comes back and then spend a couple, like, you know, you put him on anywhere to board edge. So, don't engage for a pit. See how much haul you can get back. I don't think it's great, but I think it's funny. Is there any? Is there anything in Scum where you just when you roll dice you can change things to crits? Nah, especially not for this. I was I was just making sure. Marksmanship. Uh, Lando can re-roll the blanks. <laughs> That's one attack and you're defending. Is it? Yeah. Uh, the f- play testing works. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, um, no, Lando is after you roll dice if you're what? not stressed. Yep, after what? you roll dice if you're not stressed. Yep, you're right. What? Really? I thought. Nope. The playtesting does not work. <laughs> okay, cool. We broke the card. You have to put on Lando Calrissian, though. So I have fun. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but. Honestly, I would do that now until someone specifies otherwise. So I think that's really funny. Good thing, good thing Boba Fett can't take crew anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure they takes a child, right? Cough. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, Quill's okay. I don't think it's like the best card. That's not what the internet told me. Well, I mean, if you're Josh, then you're going to roll four crits anyways. You just get all that haul back. But what if he needed to gain a focus token as well? I'm sure he'll roll a fifth die somehow. But yeah, I mean, it, it It doesn't seem bad. It just doesn't seem like an auto-occlude on things. No. So here's the problem with this card. It doesn't actually help you until you're actively losing. And at which point, like, you probably need to be doing damage and not repairing damage. I mean, if you have like a, a disengaged YV, you can do it on the turns where you're trying to turn around. I mean, yes. However, that means you a had to already like have hold damage into you. You have and, two shields and one agility. <laughs> but the turns that it took for that to happen, this card is useless. You could just bring something that will actively help your like uh, squad the entire game instead of just when you're behind. Here's what you do. You bring Bosk, you put this guy on him, you put Gamut Key, and you put Greedo. So that way you can Gamut Key, you reinforce, someone coordinates you a focus, then you do this action to get rid of your damage cards. That's that's my that's what you do. 
You can also use it if someone coordinated you with Hondo and you took the jam token because the blink results do remove orange tokens before you add the focus tokens. Oh, Hondo, I want you to be so much better than you are. Maybe he'll find a place on the gauntlet. Uh, Probably not. I love Hondo. He's one of my favorite characters. I want to fly him in a ship, but I'm just like, uh, I'd have to put Hondo in my list. list. Uh, Next one, Pelemoto. I don't know. Star Wars names and inflections. Uh, Scum crew, medium or large. Uh, This is the one where you can repair damage cards in the system phases while stressed. And then you can flip a ship crit and then roll another die to flip another. And if you get a hit, you flip another one. If you get a crit, you flip one up. I mean, it's just a better Navis technician. Yes. But the problem is that Navis technician is just two points. And that's the end phase, which I guess is roughly equivalent to the system phase. But for things like um, ions. It I mean, matters. Yeah, the big thing. Well, it wouldn't matter for like the ion, but it matters for like you. This is after you set your dial, whereas novice yeah. tech is before you set the dial. Right. So if you really need to, if you really need to clear that loose stabilizer because you need to turn around or something, and you don't want to spend the probably cheaper amount of points for novice technician. I mean, you do guarantee one face flip face down. Yes. But, and you might even get a second one, but you just don't know if it's going if another card's going to get exposed or not. And it is; it doesn't necessarily have to be a ship one. Just her other ability triggers on a ship one, so you could put something like blind it off in system phase. Nope, it says ship for both. Hmm. It says oh, yeah, right. system. Yeah, yeah you perform action, action on your damage cards. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is also the same as novice technician, but. If you have, I don't know, it's fine, I guess. I mean, no one likes a blinded pilot on their Bosque or a hull breach on actually anything. Weapons failure Weapons failure is nasty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to flip the weapons failure and expose a direct hit. I mean, this is like a three, maybe a four point. I'm going to go with three point, though. Then I'd take it over novice technician. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be more than four points. There's no way. No way we but can you, fly you, it. You put this crew with Keel, and then just boom, action. All your cards are fixed now. <laughs> um, it's actually not too bad on something like Asajj, who can just, you know, actually function. And they have high hull and low shield, so they do have a chance of taking a lot of crits. That was my favorite scene in the movie when the. <laughs> One of our locals always flew novice technician with the Lancer because he really hated having ship crits and crits on the Lancer in general. Who, who is this? That was Mitch. Ah, Mitch. Yeah. I did recently give a Lancer double uh, structural damage. Yeah, that's terrifying. That sucks. You want to tell everybody how that game ended? Uh, I lost. <laughs> it, was, it was brutal, though. It was awesome. Uh, he had one of the best uh, dead man shit, uh, dead man switches on Just Arrow that, like, did six damage to my ray. That's awesome. <laughs> that was pretty Love brutal. It. Um, 
Hey, the next one is Migs Mayfield. Hey, the Migs. next one. Yeah, we should probably yeah on to the next upgrade after this guy. Oh my god, is he useless? <sighs> He's an Imperial and Scum Gunner. So after you shoot out the front arc, you can then shoot out the back arc or a turret arc at a different target that has a red or orange token. Cool. On to the next one. Yeah. Um, the Tigressor can take it. Uh, the Skirt could take it, I guess. Veteran Tail Gunner is pretty much always going to be better. Unless you... Re- I'm assuming this thing's going to be like one point, right? It can't be like three or more. I mean, you could throw them on rack. Yeah, okay, and then you need torpedoes. Yeah, yeah, decimator. yeah. You have, you have proton torpedoes on rack, and then after you fire the proton torpedoes, then you can shoot out the side arc. <laughs> As long as you have, you know, you get double mods with that reinforce on the front, and as long as you're a coordinator or something, or you play the right bit and you do Grand Inquisitor. But no, this card is terrible. I don't want to talk about it. Put on a fire spray. <laughs> please, please take one of the titles to add a gunner slot to put it on the fire spray. Please. What about Bosk? It is the only way for Boba to, Boba to double tap, right? Because he doesn't have tail gunner. But he has a gunner if he yeah, has you just, crew. Yeah, you just, yeah, just I mean, get the, you gunner just have the title. You just have to add the title. I know. It's it's not good. On to the next one. Hotshot Tail Blaster. An illicit. Interesting. Also not good. Um, but it can be performed at range zero. Yes. It's a medium or large base only. To attack only out the back. Zero to one, two charges, two dice, no bonus. You could shoot at range zero. Gosh, I cannot. Yeah, like you can only do this two times. Like (laughs) underslung blaster cannon never gets played. And you can rotate that one. Yes, and you can even like use it as a bonus attack. Yes, this one's just the rear arc. Yes, two max charges. But like you said earlier, you have Migs on the Razor Crest. Uh, you can't see Cody's face right now, but he's like he's shaking his head and like, oh yeah, I did say that. Yeah, that's that's definitely what that expression is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the problem with this is that if you have it on a medium or large base, generally you could arc dodge their rear arc pretty well, or you know, not be range one or zero, or just probably not care. Yeah, I mean, uh, I. <sighs> I might be okay on a YV or a chemo or something or a Lancer or like Forlom because he's always stopping. But like, I wouldn't take that over almost every other illicit upgrade. Arc dodging is dead with road though. You're right. That makes us so good, right? It's a range zero attack. You know, you don't get a lot of those anymore, especially for your medium large base ships. Nope. It's impossible to shoot range zero. I don't know exactly a good place for this. The trash. I mean, I don't think it's terrible. If it's going to be like two points, someone will take it. The correct thing is still to take like Contra. Yeah. Or FTC. Or a Dead Man Switch if they're going to get that close and you're concerned about that. Or or two modulators. Just throwing that out there. So I really like that card. You could take it on Han. You're not or, wrong. 
Lebo. That is Melissa. It's terrible. I don't. Uh, <laughs> what if you know what else has Melissa that we didn't we haven't thought about yet? The fireball. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, some Zy, of those... the Zy shuttle as well. Oh my gosh! Could you could you Zy shuttle? You can't. Uh, you can't. It has to be a medium or large base. That's why you can't rig cargo on the other ones. I thought yeah, of that. The Zy shuttle is medium base. Right, but eight, you, and, the person you equip it to has to still follow the same restrictions. Oh, damn it. Well, then I guess you got to f- bring more Zy shuttles. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it only to, like, the SFs and the fighters? Ah, yeah, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> these, these blade testers are ruining my fun. I, I wanted to bring SFs with these things and have it right. not make any sense. So you could have a rear arc shot with them. You're right. <laughs> Uh man, there's some cool quality upgrades in here, and then there's a whole bunch of trash. I'm not sure which it has like more of good cards or bad cards. Bad. Happy. We don't even know if the good cards are actually gonna be good. That's that's entirely fair. I also want to know what the other know pilots those, are gonna be. Yeah. And we do know those bad cards are going to be bad. Uh Migs, man, Migs, and the child. Oh, great. Um, but you know what expansion also has good and bad cards as well? Segway? The Gauntlet. That thing is huge. Yeah, I've been this watching, thing is a monster. I'm watching some of the pain stuff, and I'm just I'm just like, oh, my God. And they want, they, they want me to follow the rules and have this ship on the table all the time? It really depends. It could be on the field a lot because it's in five factions or it could not be on the field ever because no one can store this damn thing in a tournament thing. The opportunity cost of storing this thing is... Just go, out, just go out and buy a toolbox. <laughs> I might have to with this. I go right next to my VCX that I can't carry. So, um, first pilot, Maul. Oh, the one I'm most excited about. For scum, three-fourths. He seems pretty good. I think he's less good than people are hyping him up to be because they're hyping up like crazy. Um, but, I mean, he's pretty good. So, essentially, his ability is that he can coordinate, turn in white, coordinate the two people with lower initiative than him, and they gain a strain. Spend the force to do that. Right. But, Which you know, you have three, three fo- you have three force and you'll probably just take eight. So um, you might you can have five force <laughs> and no reoccurring charges <laughs> for just one crew slot. Oh, my gosh. How we how how weird would that be to have Ahsoka on the ship with Maul? I mean, spoilers, they have worked together. I knew who has in Ahsoka worked for. I don't know. I don't know lore. I mean, we're spoiling like a five-year-old show. Like, if you haven't watched Rebels yet, like, go watch it. I mean, it's more of like one year when that came out. Maybe two. I don't remember timelines anymore. Everything's blurred. Regardless, the gauntlet has kind of a weird dial. It doesn't have a one straight. Which does make it kind of hard not to just run into things 
I mean, they have a stop. Uh, blue one banks, two blue, two blue banks, and a two straight that's blue. So you also have sort of limited blue maneuvers. Is this the only large base ship without a one straight? I believe it is. I can't mm. think of any other one without a one straight. The uh, uh, Kessie ship has a one straight. Yeah, it does. And one banks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got red three yards and a four straight. It doesn't really have a turnaround maneuver, but you can kind of mitigate that with the config, but that's also a little pain. But, Maul, let's talk about uh, there's a lot of quality I-4 and lower ships in SCUM mm-hmm. that need double actions to do really well. Um, I think he's awesome with someone like Zuckus on your team. Because then Zuckus can actually have double mods for his four or five die shot. Oh my gosh. Before he gets one-rounded. I mean, that's why you have the reinforce. Yep, that's why you put the Mando on him. Yeah. And trick shot. And then you have grief on Maul, so you like you get the target lock, focus, uh, reinforce on Zuckus, so everything's fine. I thought we were we supposed did. to help people with list building and not. We did it, boys. We are helping them. We're deta- not give them actual ideas that they're going to play with. You know, the good ones. Uh, again, I like him a lot with grief cargo, just so he can get coordinated back with a free lock and all that kind of stuff. Um, might even be worth putting the Mandalorian on Maul just so you have enough actions you can continue performing with this. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure you were just talking shit about the Mandalorian in our last segment, and now you're saying put him on there. I mean, if you are running a list that heavily coordinates with Grief Cargo to Maul, yeah, I guess you could put the Mandalorian on there just so you can do another action. Uh, but I like things with reinforce right because or low agility because you're getting a strain token right mm-hmm. uh, so like who cares if you have a strain token on Bosk, especially if he's getting double mods or something um or you know if you have uh like a star viper right that's really good at arc dodging at five <laughs> so you can do something like do the bendy barrel roll around someone and get the focus as well that well it has to be lower initiative Right. I mean, you're not doing it to Curry, but you're doing it to every other Star Viper. Like Dan, like your favorite, Dalen? <sighs> Dalen Oberos will one day be playable, okay? With prime thrusters. <sighs> Unnecessary with Maul. He's too self-sufficient. But, uh, <laughs> hey, in general, I-5 coordination is really strong, right? Yep. Uh, you can get, you know, your uh, PS1 fangs. Ordnance. Yes, yep. and low. I five. You're probably going to be getting that target lock for that ordnance. Yeah, you can coordinate target locks like Wise for their torpedoes. Um, I think it's actually hilarious with quad jumpers. Someone manages to get in the front arc. Mall, mall with a bunch of seeks with torpedoes. That, I don't want that for multiple reasons, and I'm not sure if it's because it's good or if it's because of bad. <laughs> I just don't want to see Seeks on the table. I'm just, I'm seeked I want out. Sunny. Uh, Sunny, Sunny is the exception. Sunny's okay. Sunny's He's the best one. Sunny is wholesome. Why do I root for Sunny when I'm playing against Sunny? I just love to see, you know, Sunny's one of those pilots where you just love to see her do well, no matter if you're flying against her or you're flying her. So I'm assuming Maul's going to be 
very expensive, which really does kind of limit how frequently you can use his ability for benefit. Yeah, I mean, how much is Kanan right now in the VCX? 73 points. Probably less than Maul. Yeah, Kanan's I3, two fours, more health, big more red dice, but... Yeah, but it doesn't have two ability. Maul's going to be better. Yeah. So I'm kind of weary about what you can bring with him. Yeah, I I think Maul can get to 100 plus points pretty easy. Yeah. And that's the thing with these. You don't really... It doesn't seem like you need upgrades with them, so it's just going to be six to seven points of upgrades on them. Well, I'm so sure people the, will load these things up with upgrades. As they should. As they should. <laughs> so, like, the max these things should be is 80 points. Like, mm. max mall. Because, like, maybe, like, 84, 85. Maybe. I guess the config will be free. That sort of seems to be what they went towards. Yeah. Unless it's super beneficial, like the Dibru one or something. But even then, you have another option. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Boba Fett is 85 points. Mm-hmm. If that sets any sort of precedence. Boba Fett's much better than all, though. Also, again, I'm not sure if these things are just going to be how frequently they're going to fully execute maneuvers as well. I'm, I'm super worried about that. Because you are trying to steer a large base ship that can't one straight. And it's not like when you stop or anything, you get... Actions, unless you throw on a contraband. Why not? I guess. Um, but the answer is because I brought Hotshot Tail Blaster, so I can't use contraband. <laughs> uh, so Maul seems cool, but I don't think he's going to... I don't believe the, the crazy amount of hype around him, because there's a lot, a lot of hype. Uh, next one is Bo-Katan for the Separatist. I mean, and, and the Republic was later. I-4, um, basically spend a charge, one ship at range 0 to 2, activates to remove one non-stress red or orange token, and they get a strain. So basically just removing the target locks. Or, By and large. as we talked about a little bit pre-show, the Gorgol matter. <laughs> okay one the strain token is pretty much negligible if you're doing a blue maneuver because it's before you activate so that don't consider that too much but it seems very massively situational i mean it does also work on herself yep. which is nice yeah uh but yeah it's just mostly you gave me the target locks before a ship engages you put activates. on her activates which is even worse you, you could put Hondo on her. Yeah, put Hondo on her. Hondo coordinates someone, jams someone, and then Bo-Katan's like, Hondo, stop jamming my friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, it's a it's a good check against things like E-Wings, I guess, or Dark One Pro Droids, or if some sort of lower initiative pilot acquired a lock on one of your ships, like your higher initiative ships, like maybe they have like a Dutch or something walking around. Um, you can... Actually removed the disarm token from the intercept booster, which is cool. Um, that way you can still uh, engage on the turn you have. And I mean, like, it's still... I mean, that would require people to fly tri-fighters, though. 
But also, like, the, the only benefit of having the intercept booster is that you have slam. You're going to get the disarm from the slam anyways. So, I guess you have the option after you're doing your maneuver if you want to slam or not. I mean, as a reoccurring charge, you might as well do it. But also, as, <laughs> as Cody was saying that we were talking about pre-show, Gorgle. Gorgle is a thing you can do with this ship. He gives himself a disarm token to give someone else a tractor token to repair a ship crit. So you can remove either the disarm token or the tractor token. Eh. You get a free boost out of it. You do get a free booster roll in the system phase, but you could do that without Bo-Katan. Yeah, but but yeah I... Tractored. <laughs> it's funny. It's a thing. I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't do it, although I do really love Gorgle. And Bo-Katan could just remove the ship crit because all those other ship crit removing crew are on scum. And I don't want to fly novice technician because I want to fly Gorgle instead. Oh, gosh. You can unionize your ship. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Never Which, take the Zions. I mean, no, like, so you can be ionized in the system phase, but you have to set that fake dial and then, like, unionize yourself because it is before it yep. activates. Yep. And then you, like, gosh, disabled power regular can, like, set up so many traps with this card. Yeah, I mean, it's that's also a pretty funny use for it and circumvents a bunch of things. People probably won't realize you can do it and they'll be really shocked when you don't do a one straight. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, like, super situational. Still an I-4 gauntlet might be interesting. At least her ability is not tied to executing maneuvers. That's the biggest part. I think you lied. Because Republic. Yes. So Volcatan's also in the Republic, also still an I-4. Um, and that's after you fully execute a maneuver, you can gain a deplete to choose an object in your front arc at one to two, and another friendly ship can perform the lock action to lock onto it. So they still have to be in range and not stressed. And you're gimping your front arc attack on something in order to have someone else Take a lock on it hey, in a faction those, where you get a lot of free rerolls. But those Adas uh, have yes. a purple lock action. That is actually like one of the few things. <laughs> um, if only they didn't have a lat. Right. If only the lat didn't exist, then you you know getting free target locks is pretty nice. But also, people don't fly Republic either, and if they do fly Republic, they're not flying lats. So yeah, people are we, not we flying Republic ship. at all. It's kind of depressing. There's not enough three dice guns. But yeah. you can't have three dice guns because seven fleet gunner. It's not like you can have a fifty point three die gun ship with double reposition for no stress. It's possible. It only has two agility, it dies. <laughs> yes. And the evade's purple, so you can't use that. It's unplayable. Exactly. Exactly. You're one hundred percent correct. Um actually kind of funny thing you can do with this pilot if you have um an ion torpedo nebu which is actually only 37 points so it's semi-legit you could use it to set up like an ion torp i mean i feel like if you're doing that you probably set it up to like apt instead or or you know your 
torpedo choice. I'm just high on torpedo 37 points and pretty cheap. But those Naboos do move really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's useful against aces that are not going to be in your front ship anyway, or front arc ship regardless. So that's a thing you can do. Set up other people's. I mean, it's also going to make it relatively cheap, so. Yeah. I mean, also, Saint Council exists in that faction, so you can actually share the target lock with other people. It's kind of another way of getting that if you don't want to run Wolf Pack or or are unable to. I mean, if you run, like, a Lat, Bulk 10, maybe two Y-Wings, you can get away some decent Saint Council shenanigans, but that also seems bad. You might be able to get away with, like, fives on it, too. I know she's a little bit higher initiative, but if you're going to be depleting yourself, you're probably going to miss your attack, which means you can just, like, get the evade of focus for later turns. Uh, that is the thing you can do. See, 3 po on these things. Like, yeah, I mean, you get the real over defense. It's not bad. Yep. Yeah, I like C-3PO on the gauntlet. If you're running a Republic. But, uh, I don't know. This seems okay. I mean, it gives Deltas, like Anakin or like Obi-Wan or something. You can get the lock and then spend a force to reposition and then still have a focus action. So you're making your Republic shots even more consistent. But also you could pay for something two-thirds of the price and just have a lap. Yeah, a lat with seventh fleet is fifty-five points. The generic, yeah, or or even not have like the seventh fleet if you're nope, just forty-seven. Just re-rolls in general are really good. Go figure. Um, Captain Hark, he's the Imperial Gauntlet. He's an I three. Basically, when he stops, he can side slip, but so, then you change the config to the minus one agility side. When I think about this, all I think about is that cat with a swiggity swiggity booty. <laughs> I think it's a super cool ability. I, and you do get a lot of lateral movement if you're side slipping. Mm-hmm. Like but also you're going to be locked into the the minus one agility side of the config. So the negative one side of the uh, config is always a thing if you do the stop rotate this is basically just substituting the stop rotate to a stop swivel right um also i think you can on the normal one you can just stop and as long as you don't rotate you don't have to do the uh right you don't you don't swap the uh you don't flip it but when yeah. you're swiveling, you probably have a lot better chance of not being bumped to the turn afterwards. Even if he is I3, just because you're in a different plate. Like, you one bank to the left uh, with the, sw- the swivel bank to the left. I forget what it's called, the side slip. And now, like, just because you changed your bearing, it's probably easier not to bump. You could do, you know, a, a pretty long straight maneuver and still shoot out the rear arc if you want. I just, I don't know. I at executing maneuvers to me 
is going to be a problem with this ship. And I don't want to get, I don't want to like side slip into something and then get locked into minus one agility until I get burned down. Even if I do get to shoot the person. I mean, it's cool though. In the same way that like that one interceptor is super cool because it can star yeah, viper what? roll instead. Yeah. But it's not cool in the way that echo is cool. And that's, that's the wrong part. You want to be closer to Echo than you want, like Laurier. Yeah. So, uh, Previsla, right? Mm-hmm. It's an I three separatist gone the pilot with two reoccurring charges, and after you perform an attack, if the initiative is equal to or greater than you, and you are a three, just spend two charges to roll an additional die. Yeah, that seems really good. Just. Really good in general. Every other turn, roll an additional die. Makes that rear arc super scary. Bring your own 7th Fleet Gunner. Yeah. It makes that front arc really, really scary. Well, that too. I'll yeah, put, trick I mean, shot on, put trick shot on them too. And he's an I-3. You might not have that talent. Uh, he's a named though. He's a named I-3. I'm sure he'll have a talent slot. But Vizier. Um, that's a 2 though. Yeah, I mean, th- th- this is just good. I don't, like, need to say anything else, right? Like, clearly it synergizes. I mean, it's a self-sufficient ship. Um, Do the Separatists have any crew that might be really good with this besides, like, Dooku? I mean, any of the Force crew seems good with this in general. Uh, Grievous also. Well, Grievous. Grievous, if you want to live longer. And aren't bringing Grievous in your list? Yeah, which is my biggest problem with Grievous crew. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, like, throw they don't really have on anything. One, whatever. Zam's eleven points. Like you're just making this thing more expensive than it needs to be. And our uh, Palpatine crew, cool if they shoot the ship that rolls an extra die. Now they're stressed, at least, I guess. But mostly, it's a force mod for an extra die. Hmm? I was gonna say that's also if you didn't spend the force for. Uh... Yeah. I'd rather have Zam than a force crew, actually. Okay. Just because yeah. three target locks over just a force mod. And potential for double tapping. Yep. Yep. And roll an additional die. Yep. On one of them. Depending on who's shooting you, right? You can juice. All three target locks just to like make that four die gun really scary. But you also have Dark One Pro droids in that faction. So you can get early target locks. Don't forget about that. <laughs> Which is why Force Crew might be a little bit better. Next one, Rook Cast. He's an I3 in Scum. She. Before you engage, you can gain a strain. If you're strained, you can choose a blank result or an I result and change it to a hit. So just, it's just slightly good. better Vermeil because Vermeil, like, you don't have options. Right. So, seems fine. I mean, it seems like really good as long as you're shooting things. Um, like, it's good if things aren't shooting after you because the strain doesn't mean too much. But even if you do get a strain, you still have one agility on a pretty chunky ship. I mean, one of the nice things about. Uh, the scum gauntlets is Kira exist. Yep. 
So you just ignored an obstacle and whatever. I mean, also, you can have good crew on her, right? So you can have Zakus on her to force them to re-roll a defensive die because you have an accurate shot. Or Forlom to lock him out of a green token. Or like Maul. Either of them, I guess, probably. Or triple zero because you measure from the ship, not the base, right? That's true. Uh... But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good scum crew on here that can benefit something like an accurate shot. So the, the other pilots they released, uh, there's a limited initiative 2-1 for Separatists and for Republic. And then like an I-1, just unlimited generic for scum. Uh, depending on how much they cost, they might almost be playable, but mostly probably not because most large base generics people don't run unless they're some sort of weird gimmicky thing i mean they do get the at least the non-scum one because the limited they can actually properly balance them one of the issues with most of the generics is they didn't bother to pip them so you don't want three ghosts running out there yeah yeah but for scum i don't know i mean i'm assuming these things are going to cost a fair amount of points too going to cause more than like a lando or like a, a trend ocean it should cost more but that whole 180 arc in the front cough so there's a title for the gauntlet called the gauntlet that takes up a mod slot as well and only for the republican separatist faction you get two charges you can spend a charge to repair a face-up ship crit in the system phase and it adds a crew slot. You have nine holes, so yeah, it's not yeah. bad. And, and it adds this a is crew Republic slot. Separatist, so you don't have access to the other scum crew that repair all your ships. Um, I think it's cool in the like Separatist faction, just because adding on Separatist crew, like a Force Carrier or something, is pretty good. Maybe have like a Force Carrier and then something small. So you just kind of back it up or like Revis or something. Sure. Republic crew are kind of hit or miss. Although I do think Plo Koon is kind of funny because you can still reinforce, have a force and also still use his ability. Because it's you, just when you are reinforced. Because you can Plo do a red reinforce on the, the oh, gauntlet. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of cute. Uh, that would probably be my only choice for a Plo, Toon, Plo Koon crew. But also, that means an offline Plo Koon, so I'm going to be sad. Um, I mean, Yoda, Palpatine for the Republic might be situationally pretty good. Especially if you, I don't know, have a lot of Force users for Yoda to use. I mean, there's I mean a, that's so expensive, though. It is. Cure is always a good bring because focus into coordinate. Right. It's basically just, here's a free coordinate. My biggest problem is that the Republic crew's good crew is so expensive. You say that, but it's the same price as Vader. Yeah, but Vader's really good. Yeah. I mean, he's less good now, which we'll get to later. But, yeah. Um, I think it's cool. I mean, I'm not sure how many points I'd pay for. Probably like four, three. Because you still have to pay for the crew upgrade. Probably like two. Like, 
face up ship damage. Eh. Yeah, I mean, maybe three. I don't know. There's a lot of really cheap titles floating around there, though. And the last one that we know of coming in this pack is the the config to let you swivel. It's roughly equivalent to the Ewing one for when you stop, you can rotate 90 or 180 degrees. And then you have to flip it. And then when it's your wings are up, when you look real silly, you roll one on agility. But then you also have to fully execute it in order to flip it. Do the wings swivel on these? <laughs> I don't know. That would be so, such a pain. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just going to fly it in like landing formation the entire time. That I mean, I would. Actually keep the ship up. And then, then when we go against each other, we're going to high five. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just weary of fully executing maneuvers with this ship but nice that they can let it sort of turn around so it's not just getting decimated the whole game uh the last expansion that we know of is the bride of mandalore we've talked about a little bit of these uh but i mean now we know more information about stuff so you got rebel fenral i6 fang fighter super good because it's an i6 fang fighter in the rebel faction that has a whole ton of focus and or just token sharing in general, right? Cause you can have Dutch with him and now he just has a lock. You can have Kyle Katarn. If you don't want to focus with Fenral yourself, I mean, you could pass him evade with Hera or like Jin. So good. Why did they put this? Why did they put a Fang fighter to a token passing faction? Well, to be fair, at least Fenral doesn't have five dice of age one. Yeah, just four with good defense. Yeah. Um, I mean, he also has an ability. Pretty situational. Uh, before a friendly ship at range one or two engages, if there's an enemy ship and its front arc at range one, you can remove one non-lock red token. I'm, cool. I'm running out of like space in my folder for all these cards. Yes. I'm running out of space in my head for memorizing all these cards. It does have kind of funny synergy with Jan to just have two extra dice around if you're ballsy with Jan and put her front one, range one, front arc of an enemy, which is kind of funny to me. But, um, I mean, it could be useful for, I guess, like A-wings or like B-wings or stuff that are stressed, a VCX, if it did. I don't know. I mean, like, they have blue maneuvers. And it's just straight up, like, just remove it. It's no, like, get a strain or anything for it. Yeah, so. It's just gone. Um, I guess if you flew through a gas cloud for some reason, because you still get actions when you fly through things. So if you flew through a gas cloud, took the strain, now there's an enemy ship. I mean, did your action took a strain, now there's an enemy ship at range one in front of you? You can get rid of ion tokens. Yeah, you can get rid of one of the three ion tokens. Well, if you're a large base, you get three. If you're a small base, you get one. I thought it was just you get three in general. Nope, it's uh, get ion tokens until you're ionized. Whatever. I thought if you rolled a crit, you get three ion tokens. Yeah, that's what I heard. That was the OG one, and then they like redid it so that if you get a crit, you just take crits until you're ionized. That was the last announcement from one of the AMG guys in the chat. Every turn you get a ion token now? Hmm? Is it like no. disabled power regulator? No, you just no. get one if you're a small base, two if you're medium, three if you're large. 
And that's if you go overlap the gas cloud. And roll a crit. And roll a crit. Okay. But you can root the strain token. <laughs> Back to my original point. If you you load through a gas cloud or something. Um, ability, kind of situational. Uh, I-6 Fang Fighter is super good. It's going to be a little terrifying if you run Fenrau and also like Hera. Because I'm sure you have enough space for two other quality ships. Because that's how Rebels work. Mm-hmm. So the next one that we know of, Mandalorian uh, Royal Guards. It's an I-4 Scum and a Fang Fighter. Double pip, double limited. So, cool. Um, on a friendly non-small ship defense, if you're in the attack art, you can gain a deplete and a strain to make the defender change one result to an evade. Can you fly two of these with Boba Fett? Um, probably. Uh, I don't think these things are going to be more than like 50 points because that seems like Terrax like 56, right? Like there's no way these things could be that much higher than 50 points. I mean, so the Skull's 47 and Cad Solus is 53. Right. Is it better than Cad Solus? Probably, probably. not. Nah. How often do you do red maneuvers with Bang uh, Fighters? Um, with Cad Solus all the time because you just slap elusive on him and now you get double focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy. The only problem with Cad Solus is that he's not Terok. Being I-4 means that more often than not you have already shot so the deplete doesn't do much and you're a fang fighter so you're probably doing your linked actions. Right, but conversely if you already shot that means you haven't been shot yet so the strain's gonna hurt. Yep. Yeah, but you're keeping Boba Fett alive. Uh, yeah, you're keeping Boba Fett alive or whoever. Also, my snapshot might... to Ronnie. That's what I need it on. But then they move and remove both the deplete and strain. Right. Yeah, I mean, they got blues, so they can easily just take both of them out. But and the stress they did. If you do this on the last shot, the strain also doesn't matter. So these things are handy. Like, they're definitely not terrible. It's just. I agree. They're great. You just ha- it just completely relies on having something else in your list for them to ha- even have an ability, mm-hmm. which might be limiting enough that it's not. You could take, like, chain them, so that you protect your Mando Royal Guard with a different Mando Royal Guard, and then non-small you know, you get... ship. Oh, it is non-small. Yeah, that's and the yeah, problem. It's... I mean, there's a plenty, plenty not small ships in Scum. Sucus. Right. Again, snapshot Tarani, baby. Or actually something good like a Lancer. Like you could protect your Asajj or Katsu much better with this, which I enjoy a lot. Especially Katsu right now because she can't put people on rocks, so she's still going to get shot at. Just play Black Box. (laughs) The next one we know, ISB Jingoist. It's an Imperial TIE Fighter at I-4 that's double limited as well. Uh, before you engage, you may choose one enemy ship in your front arc at 0 to 1. If you do, that ship gains a depleter strain unless it chooses to remove a green token. Sad that it has that last clause now. I mean, it's still like, it's a mix of Wedge and uh, Asajj, which isn't bad. Like, either you remove your focus token or you shoot one less screen as I'm shooting you. Right. 
I don't know. I mean, there's no reason to take the strain if that ship that you're shooting already shot, right? Because they're just going to take the deplete. That's of your choice. You choose which token to give it. Hmm. 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 Oh, it's better. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Range zero bumping now. Get get the focus token so you can't really block people and then capitalize it off the jingoist. Uh, but I do like that it's I four because all the other really good Tie fighters are I four and that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a solid ship. Uh, it's a TIE fighter, though, so... Yeah. That's a little bit less that, good. That means it's going to be max of, like, 29 points. 28 points. And if mm. you're paying for the ability, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's solid. Especially in the TIE swarm, right? Where more people are beat down and don't have tokens. Or you just, like, assign a strain, and then you have Vesui shoot it. You don't have to shoot the target. It's true. <laughs> I mean, no one's running Vesui. I don't know why you chose yeah. him, but... <laughs> What's Something good, you mean? Vermeil. Yeah, honestly. Uh, who's also a four. Mm-hmm. So it works really well. Um, but speaking of fours and in TIE Fighters, there's Moff Gideon. Because there's too many Gideons in Star Wars now. And it's confusing me. Uh, he's got two reoccurring charges. While an enemy ship had one to three defense, before the attack dice are rolled, you can spend one charge, choose a friendly ship at zero to one of the defender, and then that defense dice can't be modified during the attack, and the friendly ship gains a strain. Because there's a lot of words on this card. Oh, man. You know what I just read? Like, Defender Vader is very happy. <laughs> You know what I just read? That Tina needs to be in the Empire. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I mean, this ability's good, right? Um, especially if, like, you're a lower initiative ship, so you're probably were already shot at. Or, you know, you spend your token already because you're defending. Or you don't have any dice modification, like the I-1 Strikers or the I-1 Defenders or even, like, the Phantoms. Right, they like not having defensive dice, and also ships that don't care about strain. You know, like the Decimator and the Lambda are totally fine. Like if you have Rack and you have Moff Gideon, you're just like whatever, just take this guy out. I don't care. Mm -hmm. So I like that. It is zero to one of the Defender. Yep, and the zero to one of a large base ship is pretty big, especially if you're Rack or Oiken. I mean, they really don't care, so. Or, like Matt said, Vader, just coming in, I'm going to uh, throw four dice at you, and you can't mod your green dice. Yep, and, yep. If it, and, and if Vader's not getting shot at, he doesn't care about the strain. Blues are pretty good on a defender. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the blues are straight and, like, one banks, but, you know. Yeah. It's hard not, it's easy to not be in someone's arc with a defender. Especially when you're I six, right? I mean, I just straight on Jalus and wonder why he got blocked. Yeah, you're right. I just four K every turn, <laughs> just accumulating string tokens. But yeah, uh, he seems really good. I would love to see him on. I mean, like Sabak, right? If you really oh want to, yep. anything that hits hard. 
Gideon, Gideon in the tie, either either tie. Yeah, Moff Gideon and Gideon. Uh oh, so many Gideons. Oops, all Gideons. But yeah, I I think this is awesome. I hope he's not like a crazy crazy expensive Tie Fighter. I mean, how much is uh Iden right now? Forty points. Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, if you want to protect him, you should take Iden and like Hal Runner. Yeah, Hal Runner's forty one. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming expensive. he's going to be somewhere between twenty eight points and forty. <laughs> uh, but he seems like a great addition, and also still an I four like a bunch of their other really good pilots. So it just works really well. Um, and technically, it will work right if you're shooting range zero. I mean, maybe we have to no clarifications because if you can't modify the green dice the opponent's rolling when you shoot range zero, you can mo- you can't affect. modify the defender's dice, but they can modify their own dice. Gotcha. So, I guess that's a way of sort of balancing it. And then red dice are you know are better than green dice, so eventually you might do damage. I like it. Um, they have an Ahsoka crew, crew, Republican scum, which is an interesting choice to give scum more things um just one force after you fully execute a maneuver you can spend one force to choose a friendly ship um in your aft your entire 180 degree back arc um at range one to two if you do the ship may perform a red focus action even while stressed so it's basically a worse gunner yes sort of yeah i mean (laughs) I don't think she'll be particularly amazing in the rebel faction because the rebel faction has garbage crew carriers because they're all in one agility. Also, she can't be in the rebels. Yeah. So she's going to be absolutely awful in rebels. <clears throat> that meant Republic. We got, we got you, bro. Don't worry about Whatever. it. Do <laughs> you have her in rebels? It's just not the crew cough. Um, yeah. in Republic, their crew carriers are one agility. I mean, I guess the gauntlets too, but then fully executing maneuver. Eh, it's okay, I guess. Uh, yeah. For like enabling some sort of munition strike. If you ever who do you put this on? For scum, though, uh, probably a Trandoshan's Labor. <laughs> um, I mean, it might not be too bad on like a fire spray. Just because they are fours, so they can move. I mean, it's a force, right? For the fire sprays. Trando's fine because they can stop and then give someone a red focus behind them. And they're twos. She can't be cheaper than Maul is going to be the issue. Correct. So anything you say, like, use her force for, you just use Maul instead. Except for, like, a Trandoshan Slaver, which I think that ability is pretty legit on that. Because that is a two, so you could do a blue action or a blue maneuver afterwards. And, like, they could stop, so they're always going to fully execute a maneuver. But also, that seems really expensive and probably not as good as other scum crew. It's kind of a weird spot she's in. I'm sure someone will do something that I didn't think of that's just brilliant with her, but I can't think of too much. Let's see. Um, Bo-Katan has a crew card as well for the Republic or the Separatists. Just while you perform an attack, if you range zero to one of the defender, you can re-roll an attack die. I guess this is sort of the same problem. Republic doesn't really need re-rolls because you have lats and everything. 
And then Seps, you have Doc Probe Droids. Yep. And also very good crew. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you can re-roll one attack die at range zero of someone you're shooting at, because that'd be modifying your dice. I mean, DBS can, but DBS doesn't have a right. slot. I don't know. You might put it on something like an arc or, I don't know, Warthog if you're really want that to be offensive but still also live and have it shot i guess i don't know it might not be too bad on wolf i don't know it really depends on how much this isn't costed but it still doesn't really have a good spot i mean you're not going to put it on like zam Ooh, ooh, you know what she can re-roll the hot shot blast to die there you go cody for my separatist and republic illicit slots that i, I mean, have the fire spray True. I'm going to put my hotshot tail blaster on my fire spray so I could shoot out my rear arc Yep. for less dice and no defense mods or no mods general. You did it. I got you guys. <laughs> I don't know where I put her. Like, I mean, cool, I guess, if you want to throw on her gauntlet, whatever. But again, both the Republic and Separatist already have so many, so much access to rerolls. Yeah. I mean, you do get the one that you can um, roll an additional die. That's the separatist one. So that can find a good spot. Like, you know, I guess it's probably the best spot for who knows. Previsla has a crew slot as well for scum and separatists. As a white coordinate. Yeesh. Because... because because he's the leader of Death Watch. So while you perform a coordinate action, you can choose a friendly crew remote instead of another ship, and you can actually reposition the commando squads with one heart or two straights. But it adds a white coordinate, and that's kind of the most important thing. Because if some needed anything more than a white reinforce, it's a white coordinate. So Gleb is six points. He has to be at least eight points, right? But his ability ability. is sort of useless. Unless you're like running commando squads. Yeah, like his ability is probably good if you have commando squads. I don't know. But commando squads are two crew and he's another crew. So you need three crew. I'm not sure how much they come with. I know the title will add another one. But it doesn't seem worth it taking commando. It might be. I don't know. Commando squads are kind of interesting. But you have to run him on one ship and then have him on another one. I don't know. They, they only get to shoot twice. Right. But you can throw them in other ships for strengths. And that's more important and funnier to me. Fair. So, um, I white coordinate. That's all I got to say. Moving on. Uh, Rookast, she has a crew in Scum as well. She adds a red target lock. Which is interesting, I guess. I don't think any of the ships that can take her don't already have a white target lock. But it works with her ability. After you perform a red action, you may gain one strain. While you perform an attack, if you're strained, you can change any one result to a hit. I guess it's the blanker focus. You can't change a crit to a hit, but you know. (laughs) So this one actually seems like a really good crew, honestly. Well, it seems like an incredible crew because Han Gunner is a thing. Han Gunner is a thing. So when, when you, you activate, you get locks. the red focus, and then you can take a strain. So then you have 
guidance ships plus focus. And then a lot of ships have like a red reinforce. Like yeah, like you can you put those on one not boba, but a fire spray. Mm-hmm. And you do the reinforce. You get your uh, strain. You get to have weapon. Uh, guidance ships? Is that what it was? Man, it's been in one point, no guidance ships. Yeah, just changing the result to a hit. Or like you probably don't want to do the target lock because you don't need to be offensive right. anymore. But other ways of just getting stress, strain, go over gas clouds, whatever. Yeah, and you still get the action after that. Also, I mean, you have Falcons. They boost. You can boost and then take a strain and then shoot and get guidance chips if you're running like Han. I guess I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't get Lando's ability with it, but you, you could. You could find ways of removing the stress. Lando could have Gleb. You did do a red coordinate. You just passed the uh, stress token to somebody else. Yep. Or use any of the other, like, uh, what's-his-face that does the red coordinate to give them a lock on whatever you have. The Grieve Karga. Uh, yeah, it's a red it's action. Weathers. Yeah. So the, o- <clears throat> the only thing she can go on that doesn't have a target lock already in Scum is the escape craft. Oh, you're right. My bad. I forgot about that. Because I wouldn't put her on an escape craft. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> uh, wait. Aren't you missing something? Am I? Yeah, that also doesn't have oh, a target yep. lock. How could I forget? I'm, in, I'm sorry. Not a ship. I'm putting this. <laughs> it has a red evade. It does have a red evade. I'm in the black box, Yasby. So <laughs> I'm not doing the extended stuff. I'm sorry. It does have the red evade. Uh, but she seems fine. Like especially with Han Gunner, seems really good. I mean, she can also probably have some use with the. Um, the Razor Crest. Uh, we don't know all the pilots yet, but like Mando can give a. That's no, a white reinforce. No, the cool the thing roll. is you could yeah you can do an evade linked barrel roll into this. Yep. Because of the title, which is pretty cool. I mean, I like it. I mean, and then you have over two modulators, and then the Mandalorians hitting like a truck for a turn. And surviving. And surviving with his ability in the evade. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I don't know how much that's going to cost because it seems pretty solid, but also a little detrimental. It really depends on how much they value giving strain to yourself. I mean, strain's not the worst thing. It's just one attack and whatnot. It's a lot better than, like, a tractor or something. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's much better than, like, if you have low agility, which a lot of scum ships do. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty nice. Just do work cast on the cloaked quad jumper. The one that does the bombs out the front. What's his name? Zuvio. Zuvio, that's right. Did I I guess. <laughs> so the next crew, which seems very good to me, uh Savage Opress, the scum or separatists, one reoccurring force. After a friendly ship and your front arc at one to two gains a stress or a strain, you may spend one force. If you do, that ship gets one focus token. Jeez. Holy crap. Put this in perspective. It's a coordinate on a red turn, on a red maneuver, or a red action, 
or on work. Or going through a debris or something going like that. Going through debris, going through a gas cloud. Doing a red coordinate. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and at worst, it's still a force point. Right. But like, oh my god, there's so many good things you can use with this. I'm just saying, this helps activate the droid's ability to do a procket. You could do a three bank, get the focus, and fire a procket. Oh my or if you're hiding a bomber, like you just barrel roll link target lock, and then get the focus, which mm-hmm. seems super good. Like he's amazing in separatists as well as scum. Double mounted shots, you can roll and link it to an evade and then get a focus if you're a tri fighter. Uh, Fang fighters can get two focus tokens now. Yes. It Jeez. is being a focus token. Yes. Um, if you have a Zam, you can reinforce with her and get a focus token and, you know, still have her abilities. Oh my gosh. Django Zam incoming. <laughs> uh, I, it's like there's so so many. I mean, you could do the same thing with Bulba, right? You can red reinforce mm-hmm. with him and then just give him a focus, which is really scary. Mm-hmm. Granted, you'll probably be only running two ships with that list, but I mean, uh, still. I mean, is like, he, he should cost more than Maul, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You could throw him on Kanan, Kanan, Boba, something else. I would I mean, not the, put this on. Kanan. The big things so is expensive. you have to. Uh, it has to be in your friend arc range one to two. So if you're doing this on a two ship list, you're going to have issues where your ships are right next. Oh, to I'm each just other. thinking point wise of carrying a crew and also having Bulba. <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying you should do that. Um, Han Solo uh, when he boosts, or funnily enough, when Lando uses his ability to give himself a stress to reroll blanks, you can just give him a focus <laughs> then. <laughs> Like that's really good as well. <laughs> yep. And Forlom, Forlom loves getting stressed, just so he can give it yeah, to his friend. Stop every turn. Now he gets to calculate and a focus. Mm-hmm. I did. You could do. You could slap debris gambit on something. Give him evade focus. Uh, yeah. As long I as they're not next to an obstacle. Yeah, I think Savage is the standout so far. Yeah, I, I, it's so good. So good. I, I the friend arc range one to two is limiting enough. No, no. <laughs> At least it's one to two and not zero to two, I guess. Uh, one to two is a pretty big range. Especially if you bring it on something like a large base ship. Which you should. Or an HMP. Man, if this thing is like 14 points, that HMP might get a little expensive. It's okay, you still have to go through the droid swarm. I guess. But I really like it for Hyena Bomber so much. That's They didn't need more help than they already have. But they can do it now. But no one's flying droids anyways, so it's fine. Ryan's flying droids. I, Occasionally. I yeah. I'm bringing droids today, so. Fair enough. Um, man, that seems so good. Uh, the next one, Talmeric. He's a separatist crew. <sighs> this garbage thing. Okay, you can assign the false friend condition to an enemy ship at setup. And as an action, you can assign a false friend condition if it's not already assigned to an enemy ship in your front arc at zero to two. And that condition 
does. Um, during the system phase, if an enemy ship with Talmeric is at range 0 to 2 or an enemy remote is at 0 to 2, they must flip their dial face up. And then as an action, you can gain one deplete and one stress to discard it, which they can do after setup after you give them the condition. I don't know why you bothered with the setup. I mean, in case you just somehow forced the range one, uh, round one. Just set up your ship sideways and go that direction. They I mean, cannot get to you. That's the reason they call it the GSP Joust Zone. Okay. <laughs> I mean, still. I don't know. This doesn't seem good. It takes an action to reassign it. Yeah, It's, it's a not. dial peak, so it's probably going to get panned anyways. Yep. This one might not, just because it's bad. I guess. I don't... Uh, it doesn't... I don't know. Even if you are looking at my dial, whatever, I still get range one zero shots or range zero shots and a red focus if I bump into you. So who really cares too much? I don't know. It just seems not good, especially for separatists where you have so much better crew that you can take. So I could be wrong. It could be really good, but I don't see much potential in it. next crew scum um has maul again but this time he takes up two crew because he's really sprawling around i guess man spreading <laughs> one reoccurring force that has a purple coordinate because we need more of that in scum um and adds an illicit slot that's it um kind of limited on the spots i can go because of the double crew doesn't seem particularly amazing for a YV or a Scum Falcon. But if it's cheap enough, I guess. I don't know. I mean, what What do you, like, Han? Like, he's got to be, like, eight points, right? Because yeah, Palpatine's, I mean, what, 11? You could put it on L3 and give her something more useful than a calculate. Now you have two calculates. Palpatine's 12 with a significantly better everything. Oh, Palpatine was 14, both of them. Nope. I could be wrong, though. Empire's 12. Hmm. So he's eight or nine points. Do you put him on, like, hot? And then you have, like, an I-6 coordinate that I know you love. Right. But there's so much better crew that you can have in Scum. Especially on Han. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Would you take this over something like Zuckus or Forlom? Because those are two points. Yeah, oh, that's... I'm sure someone will find a home for him. I just, I don't know where it'll be. Maybe he's super good on a gauntlet that we don't know of about. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, verbal coordinate's good. Maybe, maybe now that this guy exists, we can ban the other mall and then Boba can get his crew slot back. <laughs> and then he'll be good then again. Boba Fett will have access to a bunch of really good scum crew again. Yeah, like Sam. Or, you know, the better ones. <laughs> 
with cheaper ones that are still really good. I mean, Maul was fine on Boba Fett. I mean, it wasn't, but like, it could have been much worse. People just only like the Force. There's so much other crew that could have been more devastating. Mm. I still like Zakas. Like Gamut Key? Yeah. Or Forlom, even, I guess. I mean, you're ionized mm. afterwards, but whatever, you're Boba Fett. I mean, legitimately, though, Gamut Key. Yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be really good on him. Yeah. Um, when you want to roll up with a focus reinforce on your turn? Yeah. Or, or like a focus boost? Or what if you put Debris Gambit on him as well and you had reinforce evade? Also, you could have Savage, so you could have Reinforce, Evade, and a Focus. Cough. Um, yeah, cool. Good for Maul, I guess. I don't know what I'm going to do with him. But he looks cool. The card art's really awesome. So next card, uh, Prime Minister Elmec. Elmec? I don't know. Republic or Scum Crew. Uh, it's double-sided. So the first side, the front side, the equipment face at start is after a friendly ship at zero to two reveals a white. If it has no green tokens, you can gain one stress to gain one calculate. During Which... the end phase, if you have two or more stress, you can flip it. And the back so side is pretty good. The front side, keep in mind, it reveals a white maneuver. So things like R2, not R2, R4, which changes like... You choose the blue if you're a Y-Wing. Yep. You reveal a white maneuver, you get the calculate and the stress, and then you do a blue maneuver to just get a free calculate. You do the same thing with, like, Delta 7s and stuff as well. Because it is Republic of Scum, yeah. Yep. Uh, so it has quite a few uses just because it's white. And, like, one of the things, though, is why would you do this if you're bumping now? It's just... Right. You know, um, but I mean, it is a free calculate essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's scum too. Uh, isn't what's his name considered white maneuvers? Uh, your boy in the Star Raper that you were saying will have his Dalen. Dalen Oberos? Yes. Yeah, I mean, he can reveal the maneuver and then rotate for a stress. Yeah, of course. So you can have double stress and one calculate. And one calculate. Great. <laughs> Um, the back side, like the front side is okay. It can be pretty situational, but the back side is pretty solid. After a friendly ship at zero to two fully executes a red maneuver, that ship may perform a calculator focus action on its bar, even while stressed. And this is not like a once per turn thing, right? It's just at zero to two. It's a crew proud tradition for your entire squad. Without the downside. Without a downside that right. nobody ever used. Right. <laughs> but FO can't have nice balanced things. It's either trash or too good. That's why they're right in the middle. <laughs> so this is, I mean, this is a cool card. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to throw it on a lat and really, really have a nice support ship. It also applies to itself. So you can do the stop and get a focus with the lat. Mm-hmm. Or like a three heart, I guess, if you're adventurous. Um, I mean, but it helps like arcs. They do a lot of four Ks. 
I guess the three hard as well. Again, if you're adventurous, but the 4K, so, the focus for Wolf is pretty solid. I mean, the big issue is going to be flipping the card. Well, that's not hard to do. All you have to do is a white maneuver and get another stress. Yeah, but then you have two stress tokens, so whoever has it isn't getting actions for a couple turns. You put a ship sideways, you stop, next turn you do a white maneuver, get the stress, and then it flips. Yep, and then two turns later you actually get to start doing actions. And, and that's why you put it on a lat. Or get a panic pilot. <laughs> a lat? Only go one straight? Yeah, you could do a white maneuver over a debris if you really want, cleared in one turn so you have two turns before the engagement so it's like one turn before the engagement i guess if you go over debris that means you're pretty close to the center of the board well i can hit debris all day baby it's not hard um but yeah i mean uh rick ali you know when he does the three talon is actually a pretty decent combo with him because you try not to do that because you are um, Rick, uh, boosting's not executing maneuver, right? Nope. Only uh, ailerons. Okay, that's what I thought. Because Daredevil would be kind of funny with this, but that wouldn't make any sense. Um, your V wings, Pat. They got one banks. So they can have a focus off of this. The one hards are red, or whatever it is. Well, the one banks are red. That's the right. The red's right. Yeah. God, should fly them more often. <laughs> um also it does comically work with oddball because <laughs> he could do a red maneuver get the lock and then get the focus <laughs> oddball hey. here we go oh man i would love to try it that's what exiles you do for uh, a bounty board man is just <laughs> get this with oddball i mean I'm still waiting for the odd bar of a Sabine showdown. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the fifth oddball to destroy the perfect quad ball archetype. C95's coming out. Boom. Yep. Let's see. Um, you can also do something like a quad jump. Like it's in Scum, right? So yeah. the G1A has a lot of reds that will help. Quad jumper is actually pretty solid with it because they have a lot of reds with the reverse or the sloop. Um, and a, like a YV again, a lot of this crew is really good on YVs because mm-hmm. you just stop and get a focus, or I guess too hard and get a focus if you're adventurous. Um, Dangar, when he does his 4K or the sloop, gets a focus token that's pretty nice. And also, if you have an illicit slot, you have contraband, so you could do two actions because this is after you execute a maneuver, so that's pretty nice. I think this is a solid card. I'm not sure how much I'd pay. Because I feel like it's going to be like six points. I feel like everything's going to be six points. Six points might be a little bit tough. Five, though, might not be too bad. Zam should be six points. (laughs) And then lastly, in this pack, we have the three... Well, we know of three uh, Mandalorian-specific cards. So all the Mandalorians in this game so far, other than what's probably coming with this, um, Sabine, any of them, the Attack Shuttle, A-Wing, TIE Fighter, Lancer, uh, Fen Rao, 
in Rebels and also Scum because all the fangs in Scum are Mandalorians. And uh, Katsu. That's fun. Mm. So, and all the gauntlets will probably also be Mandalorians. Yeah, I'm sure a bunch of those are going to be Mandalorians. It would kind of defeat the purpose. I'm sure the Mandalorian will be Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I guess not all the gauntlets because Maul's probably not a Mandalorian. I hope Something not. Tells me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, Bo-Katan and Rook and all that kind of stuff. They look like they're dressed in Mandalorian armor. I assume they're Mandalorians. Is Boba Fett a Mandalorian? Not not in this PDF. Just the armor. But the three upgrades are the Baskar Reinforced Plating, which is a mod for Mandalorians, obviously. Uh, two charges. While you defend, if the attacker's in your front arc, before you be dealt a damage card, you can spend one charge to deal it face down or two to discard it. So it's basically a worse shield upgrade. Or a worse Impervium, because you don't get to see the crit. Yep. Um, not too bad if you're bringing it on, like, Katsu, or maybe even Sabine and the Lancer. I mean, it definitely depends on points. Like, yeah. you can't spend more than three or four points on this. You just can't. If Rebel Fen has a mod slot... Then you're still bringing Afterburners. Yeah. Yeah, and... <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Tarok, maybe. I don't quite... I mean, it it is essentially ditch of damage. I don't know, Matt, reinforced plating, the Mandalorian upgrade. With a Beskar one? Yeah. Two charges. Yeah. You don't get to see the crit when it's dealt. So you can either deal it face down or discard it if you spend both charges. I'm assuming it's not reoccurring. No, no. Pascal, let me pull it up real quick. That'd be awesome, though. <laughs> I mean, busted, but... I mean, yeah. It might not mean... You do get cut through with this. That's true. true. It, just, it, it really depends on cost, honestly. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I mean... I don't think it's particularly amazing. It's not as good as Impervium Plating for the... Yep. Boba Lab, but so I mean, what, can one. it go? Can it go on Boba Fett? Nope, yeah, Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. Wait, what? He just has their armor. What about Razor Crest? The Din Jarlin. I'm assuming the Mandalorian is Mandalorian. I mean, you never know. I mean, honestly, it might not be bad for that ship. I guess because there's not, there's probably not any other. If you're not taking like a Blative, which we'll talk about, that doesn't seem too bad. Uh, they have another one, the Mandalorian Optics, also a mod for Mandalorians. Two charges during the system phase, you can spend one to acquire a lock on something in your front arc. Super good. And after you perform a primary attack, if you have a lock, you ignore obstacles beyond range zero that are obstructing the attack. That is okay, but the just spend a charge to acquire a lock in the front arc is super good. God, thank God Fenrau does not have a mod slot on, in Scum. Probably not in Rebels. No, I'm assuming he won't in Rebels either. But you know who does? Old T. Yeah. Old no, T. Katsu does as well. Yeah, I mean, Katsu's pretty nice for this. Um, I guess Sabine and Lancer, or Sabine and anything. Probably not the TIE Fighter. <laughs> hey, then not get that action. 
that target lock that she needs. Fang Fighter is also really nice with this, like you said. All of them have a mod slot except for Afterburners. Yeah, I'm I not mean, super good. Depending on cost, it wouldn't be awful on Sabine in the A-Wing. Yeah, I mean, she already has kind of like the mods with her innate ability, but the attack shuttle, Sabine, isn't too bad either, because I don't know, that doesn't have a lock. Also, um, A-Wings don't have mods. Ah, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right, of course. <laughs> you seen how small that ship is? I can't fit anything on that. Um, yeah, they get the, they get the two EPTs instead. Yeah, it's a defender problem where the ship is too small to add modifications onto it. Oh, God, no. I think the defender problem is you don't want stealth device on that thing. <laughs> yeah. I like Mandalorian optics a lot more than I like reinforced plating. I, I, I would agree. 100%. So just getting a free lock is just so good. Um, and can, can be combined with the next one, clan training, which is a talent slot Beesh. for the Mandalorians. I do have to point out, Mandalorian optics works really well with trick shot too. That's true. Because you do ignore obstacles that are obstructing the attack that are range zero. Perfect counter to dash. <laughs> sure, um, but next one, talent for the Mandalorians, clan training, one charge. Before you engage, if you're not focused and there's enemy ship in your front arc at range one, you can spend one charge to perform a red focus action. After you perform an attack, the defender is destroyed. You can recover one charge. One, stapling this to Katsu. Because that is so good. Yeah, especially at I-5. Yeah, even especially. if you block them, you can tractor them off your ship. Not onto a rock anymore, but at least tractor him off, and then you still have a focus. I mean, also, Katsu does the... I get the free target lock from the previous upgrade. Yep. I moved, I get an evade, and now, before I engage, I get a focus. Right, and she's out of five, so she engages pretty high up there. Yep. Yep. So good. Um, I guess you could throw it on something like Tarok or Fenrao if you are good with predicting your maneuvers and you can get a lock or if you're coordinated by the many other coordinating things that are coming out in these packs because so you can and have this is more self-sufficient than needing to coordinate or whatnot so. but if you have a couple fang fighters both with clan training and then maul coordinates them they can then do a boost or a barrel roll to get in the front arc we did see those royal guards. Yeah. Which work really well with that. Because you can just roll up, take a lock action or whatever, and Maul can coordinate them to where they need to be. I mean, I guess you can link the barrel roll door focus into there, so it might not be the best use of this ability. <laughs> I mean, Sabine gets to take an evade or target lock and then get a focus. Yeah. In the Lancer, right? Yes. Because, I don't know, I guess you could, it might not be bad on the um, A-Wing because you can evade boost or lock boost. But then also then you can't because it's an action. Also, yeah, you just do the evade or the target lock or whatever without the uh, linked. Yeah. Or if you uh, have the config, you just don't get to do the uh, config action the next round. Yep. But the sad part is she's probably not killing anything with <laughs> Yeah. Most likely not. But Katsu will. 
and fang fighters will kill things. Actually, does Ketsu usually kill things? I figured it was always like whoever shot immediately after Ketsu. It can be, but if it's like more than one turn of an engagement. Yeah, follow up next turn and kill her. Katsu just decimates anything. Or if they're like, you know, three health ships. If they're like a mining guild tie or something. Something that's not particularly good. She'll just wipe them right off the board. Although I'm not sure if this is actually better than Fearless. Will depend on cost. I mean, it's give or take. Like, this is also defensive, which is really nice. But Fearless is stress-free. Yeah. They do have the possibility of rotating out the tractor, though, so they have ability to rotate away from you so you don't get fearless, which is kind of funny. Yeah, because this just has to be in your friend arc range one and fearless. You both have to be facing each other. Yep. So that's it. I didn't want to talk about, like, the commandos because that's super situational, right? Like, I mean, you just bring two crew, you shoot out the commandos, they do things. Every faction, or all five of these factions will have it, so I don't see... I can't go super deep into list building with those. Other than, like, and Scum, you have it probably on the Gauntlet or the YV or the Falcon, because they're double crew. Imperial, you have it on the Decimator or the Lambda. Eh. I mean, I guess you could put it on a Reaper, which is kind of funny. Uh, so, with these, there's going to be a new bomb. It's not quite revealed, but it's an incendiary bomb. No, that's fun. Yep, and there's apparently some new tokens that come with it. Cool. So the second half of this, the one that is going to be very brief, I just want to point out other cards that are going to be really good now that you can shoot at range zero or have a red focus at range zero when you bump or calculate. Chopper is now much better. Because everyone in range zero of him gets two jam tokens, so he will stop you from getting the focus if you hit him. I guess you can still trust yourself out, but that's bad. So that's kind of funny. Chopper, Especially if you do like a head-on collision, now you're jammed and Andy has four dice. Andy's cheaper and, than the generics. And he has Zeb, so he actually gets five dice. Well, if Zeb, you know, gets like a range bonus or whatever, the crew... I would assume something, but... Yeah. Uh, Death Troopers. Death Troopers are going to be great when everyone's red focusing when they bump. Just tell them, no, they can't remove that next round. That's so scary. Like a Decimator, which is just large, and things run into it. I love Death Troopers. Yeah, I mean, they're... Uh, it's just now the stock is so much better. I haven't heard anyone really talk about them, but that's something you should consider. The Lando title for the Scum Falcon is now much better because you get an additional die if they're stressed. And presuming this will happen more frequently, uh, you just get a third die. You, your Falcon could be a Falcon. You can do things with it almost. You don't have to depend on Asajj forcing them to take a stress. We're flying exclusively the Resistance faction. Uh, Kashka Frost, in the same vein, is much better now because she gets a reroll for a stress. Like, if they're stressed, she gets a reroll on offense and defense. Yep. 
yep. as Cody pointed out earlier, Lathrazi crew spend a stress to you know change one of your dice to an evade, which is now much better. <laughs> you actually force people to think about if they want to take it or not. Um, triple zero, they probably don't want to double stress themselves, so it's free calculate. BT1 gets free crits for each stress token they have. And the droid that no one has ever used, R4B11. You could Say remove that. a red or orange token to make the defender reroll dice. Was no, there was the uh, tractor list. Oh, what was it? The FTC, like Z95s with the R4B11 <laughs> Dengar. That like was an amazing list to see on one of those GSP events. Okay, sorry. Two people have probably flown this because I think I've seen this also in a in a um, Nim. Boba Fett list <laughs> on Nim, but now it's actually could be much more useful <laughs> because forcing them to reroll dice is so good, so so good. Keep in mind, though, you probably won't be able to reroll the dice if the range zero of the attack. Right, you can't modify them. Yep. Um, I don't know. It might be interesting for like. A Y wing, even like Cavill or something. So uh, that's uh, let's see what else. Uh, a blade of plating is now much better because obstacles hurt much mm -hmm. more. And a blade of plating not only lets you stop bomb damage, it also lets you stop obstacle damage. What is the requirement for a blade of plating? Medium and large base. Medium and large base. Four points, two charges, plow through an asteroid not take damage, still get your action anyways. Yeah. Yep, seems pretty yeah. good. <laughs> um, Put that I on hope a scum it ship. doesn't go that far up in points, because I feel like it might. I wonder why. Um, Vizier is actually pretty pretty nice. Um, just in general. People are kind of sleeping on him, because he can now just do the ailerons and coordinate, which is useful in road. And then possibly even get his action. I don't yep. know what he well, skips his perform action step, which but if you bump, I'm not but if you sure on someone. the timing for the range if that's a oh. perform action step because I don't think it is. We don't know yet because we don't know the actual rules. Right. So he might just be able to coordinate and then get a focus and shoot. Nice. Uh, Revis, you get your lock anytime someone gets stress. Targeting synchronizer, Revis, new meta. Hey, Mitch played that, and it was better than I expected. Not saying it's great, but better than I thought it would be. In APTs, it is kind of scary, though, because it's just a rocket without a bullseye restriction. It seems like a lot of points to put to Revis, though. Three points. Yeah, I mean, it's not a crazy. Uh, but yeah, anything that, like benefits off someone having stress is pretty good and then there's cards that are significantly worse now like things that you know force them to discard green tokens for effects like dangar goner eh, i would still say dangar goner is really good because now they have to take a stress to do that i didn't say it's bad i just said they're a lot worse darth vader crew right you just take the focus because you're not going to take a damage off of him. 
I mean, Luminara annoyingly is worse because she blanks a hit to a focus, but now if they have the focus anyways, it doesn't matter. And she's going to get her ability off less because people are most likely going to be in the bullseye when they're bumping. Yeah. I mean, you can't modify the attack dice, so meh, but still. Um, and also, I think medium and large low agility ships are now much worse off unless you're like a kiting ship like the Falcon or something because still shooting at range zero with unmodded dice is still really good against ships that have none or one. Like you're still going to do damage. I don't care if like it's a worse shot than, you know, other shots, but like you can, uh, uh, I hate it so much. It's just, I mean, you just have to fly them significantly differently now. It's what it is really going to come down to. Yeah, well, your opponent could just intentionally hit your ship, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, you have to fly it differently so that you don't really limit that or give them the option to do that. It's, I mean, if like, you have like it, a VCX, you don't have, I mean, I guess you could put a turret on there, but you don't have like side arcs. So if someone hits you in the side, there's nothing you can do to reciprocate. Have a reinforce. You should have stopped. Have a reinforce when they're flanking you because they're coming at you from the side. Should have stopped. They have a stop, right? Uh, Do they? I don't don't know. know. They have a 5K. Uh, 4K now. 4K now, yeah. Yeah. I like how I remember that, but don't remember that they, like, um, don't have a stop. Oh, I just remember in 1.0, somebody basically flying a ghost off the board, like, first turn. (laughs) When it was, like, Kanan. Kanan Biggs. Yeah, that was... (laughs) They do not have a stop. Right. Uh, I don't know. Arcs are worse because now they're, I mean, they're blocking, but cool. Now they're getting shots coming in. I don't like it. I don't know. People can now shoot my lat and I still can't shoot them because that lat doesn't shoot because it has seven fleet gunner. Now I'm taking damage. What is this? I mean, I mean, yeah, they have to rot over to my lat and actually shoot it, but still. Yeah, like they'll probably split firing, which is really good. Even instead of just taking the range one or two shot at your arc that's behind the lat. Yeah, I, I just it's kind of a downer that a lot of ships that were good because other ships hit them and they could die actions now just start burning down a lot faster. I mean, you can also adjust this in points. Now, arcs can actually be a little bit cheaper because they aren't—they don't have a safe place. Like bumping, like five arcs taking up all the board space doesn't matter as much. What if I fly my four scum falcons with a bunch of upgrades? <laughs> They're like forty-five points or whatever. <laughs> sure. Oh, what is it? The static discharge veins and yeah, but else. now that causes damage. Shouldn't do that. You have eleven health. I think you're fine. God, the Falcons are 41 points. <laughs> yeah, they sure are. I'm going to put Savage on it, baby. Um, oh, gosh. That would be so... Just literally... What is it? Uh, static Discharge and the Illicit. Uh, uh, the Feedback Array. But you start you, taking damage now. It's not good. No, it's, it's fine. You can fit <laughs> four of those. And it, literally, if they bump you... You can give them one damage instead of shooting at them? You can give them one damage in an ion token. Uh, at the cost of two damage on you. Right, and also a shot incoming. 
Hey, listen, I saw yesterday somebody did the dirtiest thing. We just like ioned a defender without attacking it. <laughs> because he had static discharge on Nina and the title. Yep. So he ran in there and like passed off that ion. And then he had the uh, I-5 fireball. Jarek. Uh, and uh, he just started passing static discharge veins because he gave himself the uh, the crit. Oh, uh, ion crit. Yep. I don't think he... Can you choose that one? I don't remember if you can or not. Um, was this... I thought there were... Uh, was this jank tank? No, this was just... <laughs> uh, a regular game on Hex Out. Oh my god. See, when you said Defender getting Ion, I just assumed you meant someone was playing Dobbs. Which that's, might I, actually be worse than what happened to that guy. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, cards to look out for and a whole bunch of list building ideas for the cards that came out. One of our longer episodes, but... A lot of a lot of things to talk about. So uh, I don't think there's too much more to talk about, right? Nothing locally going on too much. I mean, Eternals got stuff going on. I think they have a tournament relatively soon, right? But it's capped. They have an ace. They have an aces high one that's only like eight players. So hmm. you guys are going to Crossroads in a month, right? Yeah. We'll see what I try to figure out for that. And then I'm moving into a house in a month. That's fun. We can play x there. Yeah, buddy. Instead of in Philadelphia or Indiana or Georgia, you know, wherever we normally play. So, um, anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestinventwarmers at gmail.com. Follow us on a twitch even though we don't stream right now uh i got twitter and my bench warmers uh, don't forget to rate us on any uh, podcasting service you have we'll uh, see you next time take care take it easy